My Leadership Podcast. Matt McClory here from Colonial Church here in sunny St. Augustine, Florida. I pray that this leadership podcast would be a useful tool, practical and inspiring for you on your journey as you seek to grow in leadership in every way you can. God bless you. Well, thank you for tuning in to another episode of my leadership podcast. Um, I hope you're enjoying this podcast. Um, the episodes we put up primarily come out of the life of Colonial Church. And when I say the life, I mean specifically the core of our church, our staff. Um, we have an incredible group of people that work at Colonial Church. We have 22 people on staff, a mixture of full-time and part-time. And um, it's incredible just to see the way that these guys lead. Um, and so my job really on Tuesday morning is to speak into the soul of our staff and to build them up as leaders. And in doing so, I really believe that we get the opportunity to see um, see some growth, see some really cool things. And um, this particular um, series of messages I've been doing lately is all around influence. So I've called this the doctrine of influence, a series about influence as leaders. Um, so let's get right into it. But um, lean in. If you haven't subscribed already, please do leave a comment, leave a review. If you do so, we'll send you something um, as well. And um, yeah, it's awesome. And welcome to my leadership podcast. All right, here we go. The doctrine of influence. Um, Proverbs 13 and verse 20 says this, whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. I love that verse. What is it saying? It's saying that if you walk with a wise person, you become wise. It says whoever. So whoever means you, means me, means any person, any person living an ordinary everyday life that decides they want to become wise can take the pathway. I believe it's a well-worn pathway of becoming wise by walking with other wise people. Here's what's interesting about that is, first of all, it says whoever, so that's an open door. Pretty awesome, anyone. Then it says walks with the wise. So in biblical language, when it's, when it's talking about walking, yes, it's obviously referring to the, the, the natural act of walking, you know, on your two legs, walking from, you know, one place to another. Um, but really what it's saying is it's saying doing life. That's what it means. It means doing life with a wise person. So whoever walks with the wise, listen to it, becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. So I wanted to, in this series with our staff, I wanted to talk about influence. You know, influence is everywhere and it's around you and impacts you much more than you typically think. There's something sneaky and covert about influence that sometimes we don't recognize. What's the definition of influence? Well, the definition is um, in the dictionary, the power to shape. Another, um, another uh, definition is the capacity, speaking of influence, the capacity to have an effect on the character, development, or behavior of someone or something or the effect itself. We all have influences, you and me and everyone around us. We have influences that are both daily, sometimes hourly, sometimes by the minute. We have influences that are daily, weekly, annually, seasonally. We are all influenced to some degree by people, by things, by, for example, media, 
media is a great example of an influence in our lives. I think social media is particularly dangerous in this season right now. Social media has just come out of nowhere in the last decade. And really, social media has the potential to be extremely toxic as an influence in our lives. I've seen it. In my own life, I've seen people, friends that I have, uh, people that I'm connected to, and because of this, the influence of social media, have essentially gone off track when it comes to their own calling and their own um, their own pathway. Um, so we've got to be careful about our influence. And as leaders, we're called to address, take inventory, think about the influence they have. I just wonder if you would just take a moment and think about your influences. Could be people in your past. Could be... Um, books you've read, could be um, people you hang out with. So we're going to talk about these influences in this series of podcast episodes. So so the first one, um, this first episode, I just wanted to start off by talking about influence. Um, influence as well is not necessarily about numbers. So you've got to make a distinction here when it comes to influence. For us as a church, you could look at what we do and say, oh, well, your influence is really um, a reflection of the numbers you have. Yes, that's part of it, but no, it's not everything. And so for me, as a pastor and the leader of Colonial Church, something that I really believe is big is that I'm not so much in- interested in the numbers, although they are still important because they represent lives. Influence is really what I care about. Are we having an influence? Remember what that was? The power to shape. Are we having an influence? The capacity to have an effect, uh, character development, behavior, um, ultimately on people. Uh, for the glory of God in our church, um, for the for the renown, the sake of Jesus Christ. Um, that's our influence as a church. You can have large numbers and not have influence. You can have influence and not have large numbers. I don't think necessarily they, there's a direct correlation between the two. Yes, they are related, but I don't think it's a straight line from one to the other. I think um, there are some examples, ministry examples in our world today that 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 um, would prove that point for me. So for example, Bethel Church out in California, Reading itself is not like a major city. It's not like LA. Um, never actually been to Bethel, to, to Reading, but um, I've read a lot about it. Um, some people in our church are from Bethel and uh, have told me, you know, and I've, I've, I've actually read some, some really cool articles about the influence that Bethel has had on Reading. And again, it's not about like, you know, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people representing numbers that is having the influence. No, it's actually just the ministries having an influence. Um, but it hasn't necessarily been about numbers. Uh, Bethel's a great example of that. In ministry settings, this can be very true. I believe in business. You look at some brands out there in the retail world. You look at some some firms out there that have an extraordinary impact and influence, yet they're not necessarily large in size when it comes to numbers. So for us, and I think for you, if you're a Christian, if you're a believer, um, you leave the impact, you leave the influence um, ultimately up to God, but you've got to understand it's so much more than numbers. So that's kind of my intro when it comes to influence. And what I decided to do in this series of talks to our staff was I said, I've got some influences I believe every leader needs. These are influences I believe that you need, I need, we all need to be able to lead well in whatever sphere of life we're in. And I hope if you're listening today, you're not just, maybe there's people here that are not just sort of, you know, leaders in church, but maybe you're an entrepreneur, maybe you're a business person, maybe you know someone who this would really help. Why don't you send it to them? I believe it'll help them um, as they um, grow in their own leadership. So 
I've got 10 influences that I'm going to do over these series of podcasts that I believe uh, are influences that are positive, good influences, that influences that can actually help us grow us as leaders, help us become better leaders. So I'm going to kick it off with this first influence. Number one, a great influence that we can have as leaders is the influence of Jesus Christ. The influence of Jesus Christ, Christ-like influence, gospel influence, faith influence. When you look at a Christian leader, you should be able to see the markings, the influence of Jesus. Um, without that, they're not really a Christian leader. They're just a leader, uh, maybe, maybe more of a secular leader than a Christian leader. But the point of Christian leadership is to reflect and be influenced by Jesus Christ. John thirty, sorry, John three and verse thirty uh, is a great in, example of the influence we're talking about. Um, it says in John three and verse thirty, "He must increase, but I must decrease." In the New Living Translation, it says, "He must become more important, while I become less important." So, a great question for us as leaders today is: Jesus ruling and reigning to the extent? in my life, that he is having the most amount of influence. And you could naturally say there and say, well, Pastor Matt, what are you saying? Like, how do, how do I get Jesus to have more influence on my life? Well, it's, it's, it's actually pretty easy. It's, it's the word. It's, it's time in prayer. It's, it's taking time to be in God's word, be influenced by him. So the first influence we've got to have is we've got to have the influence of Jesus in our lives. The second influence, I believe, is this, and, and it sort of comes more to people and relationships, is as a great leader, you've got to have the influence of a mentor in your life, and specifically a mentor who cares about you. Remember that proverb, uh, whoever walks with the wise becomes wise. What does that mean? Doing life with the wise person, walking with them, um, having someone come alongside you, and you maybe going alongside them, walking with them. I remember early in my business career, I really sought the influence of mentors in my life. Um, there was one particular guy, a guy named Scott, he's a chief economist at a bank, and uh, and I really went out of my way to to connect with him. He was part of our church, but I knew what he did, and so I, I approached him. I said, "Hey, look, would you be interested in mentoring me? Would you would you be willing to mentor me?" Um, so I can learn, so I can get better, so I can move forward in this area that I am interested in. Can I just encourage you, if you don't have a mentor, you desperately need one. You don't know it, but you need the influence of a mentor in your life who cares. What will a mentor do? Okay, a mentor is going to help develop your wisdom. Grow in your wisdom. A mentor is someone who'll sit down with you and show you how you can be better, how you can get better. Um, it's interesting now that how coaching is a big thing. I've, I've, I've noticed some of my friends, some of the people that I do life with are saying things like, oh, I have, I have a business coach. I have a coach that, that helps me have a, have a coach. And, and I think that's, that's, that's a very good thing. Um, but we all need the influence of a mentor. Um, call it a coach, and I believe it can be a mentor, can be a, it can be a man, can be a woman, but it should be someone who's further along in the journey that cares about you, that wants to help you develop in your calling and what you're called to do. Um, a few things about what great mentors will do: um, a great mentor will listen, a great mentor will observe, a great mentor will obs- uh, instruct you, a great mentor will reinforce what they've instructed, their teaching. They'll they'll, they'll reinforce it. They'll, they'll remind you. 
Um, something also about mentorship that you've got to understand is that mentors will only really respond to prompting. So, you know, mentors usually won't ask for the meeting. The mentee, <laughs> the, the person that's being mentored will be the one that asks for the meeting. Um, and ultimately, a great mentor will always be blessed by your growth because they've had a part in the journey. Um, think about the person who walked with the wise person. The wise person was walking with a person who wasn't wise and they became wise. I believe that the wise person was blessed by the person becoming wise. It's just how it works in mentorship. So a mentor who cares will be blessed by your growth and development. So that's the second one. Here's the third one. The third influence um, that every great leader needs is the influence of an honest friend who tells you the truth. Uh, Proverbs 27 verse 6 says, Wounds from a sincere friend are better, wow, are better than many kisses from an enemy. Let me ask you this. Do you have a real friend in your life? Do you have a real honest friend that'll tell you, uh, you know, just not thinking about that right, or no, that's not correct, or, you know, I think you might be a little bit off there, but we all need the influence of an honest friend. It helps us become better leaders. I believe the influence of an honest friend in our you know, leadership can actually be very, very helpful in becoming authentic, becoming genuine, because our honest friends that tell us the truth are going to help us stay grounded, stay in line, stay, um, you know, true to our calling, true to who we are. These things matter, and I believe they'll help us become better leaders. So I hope you've enjoyed that first episode of uh, Influence when it comes to leaders. I'm calling this the doctrine of influence. Let's all be willing to take influence, uh, sorry, take influence seriously, but also take inventory of the influence in our lives. God bless. Well, I pray you enjoyed that leadership episode. Thanks for tuning in. I pray it was inspiring and a blessing to you on your journey. Hey, we'd love for you to connect with us. So please leave a comment. And if you'd like to send us an email, send us an email to podcast at colonialchurch.life. Visit us on Sunday as well. We'd love to see you in the house here at 550 State Road 207 at Colonial Church. God bless you.